coast to coast in the land of the free and the home of the Whopper. You're listening to Brain Buster Radio. And now from east of the Pacific to west of parts unknown, south of Mars, north of hell, here are the smartest minds in the sport of professional wrestling. This is Brain Buster Radio. You only learn the way you are inside when life gives you the test. Will you back down, turn and run, or stand up with the best? How you doing, Brainiacs? Long Alan Ice T here, ready to talk pro greps with you. And we are on the on Money in the Bank week here. It is Money in the Bank week. We're in the middle of it. We've got all elite wrestling getting back, getting ready to go live again. We've got big news out of, out of Japan. We were spending the weekend watching a lot of lucha. We're in the grips of unprecedented times but really some of the best professional wrestling we've seen inside the squared circle in this business i would say rivaling any year 2020 i'm keeping tabs brainiacs it's been damn good a lot of high quality we've got a high quality show to talk about a lot of nxt on this brain buster radio today mil calzones on the unos and doses new equipment in the marburger studio sounding good crisp and better than ever uh, Long Island, it's not new equipment. It's just I got better internet, so we're ready to go. Better internet? What do you mean? You've always had great internet, haven't you? You've been provided by the best ISP there is, Marburger Net, only $9.99. That's $9.99 for a gigabyte downloads. Call them and get started today if they offer you their internet package. Just a little ad to start the show off. Well, Mil Calsonis must have had internet issues. I don't know what they were. He's always sounded great to me. Triple J, I don't know about you, but I'm in pretty good order tonight. I have a lot of NXT lined up for us to talk about, and all I need you to tell me is what's causing all this. Well, that is what's going to be causing all of this. It is NXT tonight going one-on-one with AEW Dynamite, a brand-new AEW Dynamite. And based on the card, specifically two world title matches, we chose to watch NXT live tonight. Did we make the right decision? Well, we'll just have to see. You're not going to find that on this show, so a little, a little tease maybe for this weekend whenever we have some time to watch Dynamite tomorrow and discuss it. But yeah, NXT is what's causing all this. Two huge title matches, uh, some scary stuff going on, some exciting stuff, uh, you know, looking for next week. So that's where we're going to start right at the beginning of NXT oh, this week. I think we start. We, we made a great choice first off. I mean, I can't wait to watch AEW. Well, I, we don't I, have I it. I don't know if we did. I, we did. Just, there's no there's no way AEW is going to top. When you get when you are enthralled wowed creeped out scared shitless and you kind of have feelings that you don't feel might be appropriate to even tell your friends about that means it was a good wrestling show and nxt had all that tonight 
Yeah, whenever your pants get tighter during a wrestling show, you you know you made the right decision. And at, at times we did tonight. I absolutely think so. We will be watching AEW, though. I'll be watching it tomorrow, Triple J. So in the next BBR, we can maybe reference it a little bit. Uh, we'll reference a little bit of Monday Night Raw as well, uh, a little bit later on in the show. But, uh, yeah, No Man Called Wired this week to, to you know, tell us about the other show. That was our plan. But, you know, as a father called Wired now, excuse me, you know, he's got, he's got obligations. Vin Man's on limited dates. And I have to be honest with you, Mil Calsonis, I cannot find Moose the Mark at all. I know he's he's in Queens, New York. He's in in unprecedented times. That's the center of the universe. Uh, I think he's all right. He sent me a message last night making fun of your internet. I thought you two were going to be able to have a scrap on today's episode, but unfortunately, we're going to have to change the scheduled uh, the scheduled matchup for the Super Pose Down. You'll be taking on Triple J later on. I mean, there's not that many places Moose can be. I mean, it's unprecedented times. So he, he can only be in one place. He's probably un- hiding under his bed, hiding from me. So you think that Moose the Mark, you think Moose the Mark's hiding from Mil Calsonis, Triple J? Oh, he's scared, man. He's scared. I, uh, let's hope that he's hiding and uh, nothing, nothing worse has happened to him. Well, Moose the Mark, he's on the internet gimmicks. I know that. He's just not answering my internet messages. So, Moose, if you're listening... Uh, we, we'd like to hear from you and know what you thought of Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae, a.k.a. Uh, Poison LeRae, uh, the new dastardly couple in NXT. I know Moose the Mark Mets fan forever fashioned themselves as the most dastardly couple on BBR Triple J. How do you think Candice and Johnny are stacking up so far? Uh, this this Johnny Gargano thing, and I, I'm not as hip to it. As as a lot of people are, but I I t- uh, listen. I I like uh, I like the look that Poison Larray is going for, but I just hope she's not caught in you know an abusive relationship here that she can't speak out on because I wouldn't put it past Johnny Gargano, especially growing up in a house with Frank Gargano. You know Frank Gargano. I can't imagine bringing home a woman with what's her what color is her hair now? Pink, purple? What color is that it's hair? It's like purple. I can't imagine bringing purple-haired woman home to Frank Gargano. What the hell he would say? <laughs> Johnny, who's this crazy broad you bringing home? You can't be bringing around the pizza star- store. She's going to scare the customers. <laughs> who's the skirt with the Crayola hair? Luann, Lu- I told you we should have never let that fucking kid go to that arcade. Degenerates go there. Not to mention her hair's past her shoulders. <laughs> damn hippies well he got the victory over Jack, who was just there fighting for and his I, family and i don't know how that's even possible e- even with that turnbuckle assist donovan Dijak, a just a uh you know not not big john stud uh stature but but clearly a large strong man going up against a a small uh yet very tight man <laughs> I, I don't know. Well, I know I knew you would have some gripes of Johnny winning. He won by cheating, Triple J. It's not like he, he just out-wrestled well, Dijak. Kovic. You know what put me in a bad mood to, to start that, that show off, right? What was that? Uh, this entrance music, if you can even call it that. Oh, yeah. I just would. I have, I, you know, you know, I, I love to send Mil Calsonis all the musics and tell him to have stuff ready to play. And I, we were listening to that and I just said, 
first impression well, don't really want to have to re-listen to that one that was some just generic bad guy music that it was very not memorable at all um but I really couldn't hum it for let's actually let's play the fun game where we try to hum Johnny Gargano's new theme song. Triple J, you go. What what did it sound like? Oh my, I can't even remember it other than it was bad, and I wanted to hear that old poppy bubblegum one that he have had, even though it didn't really fit his character. I, I don't even know. Oh well, all right. Well, uh, I'm gonna I don't try, want to relive it. I'm <laughs> I, I'm gonna try that. I think it went. Um, uh, didn't it go? Crawling in my skin, these wounds they will not heal. I have no soul. Something like that. All, all heart, no soul. It, it, it did mention heart and soul in, in some order, but I'm not sure. Uh, yes, the yes, general, yes. General yes, tune, yes, right? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, you want to take a yes, crack at it, Senor Milkelsonis? Uh, I mean, I missed the first couple of minutes. But I mean, if you're saying it's a bad guy theme, I don't know. I'll be like, oh, I'm a bad guy. I do all right. it when I won't. All right. If that was his theme song, then I would be all about this yeah. new Johnny Gargano. I don't yeah, listen to rules. I don't know. I live a little too happy. I should have told Triple J to bring his guitar for this episode. We could have just wrote Johnny a new theme song right here on the on the show and sent it to him. It wouldn't Maybe, be any worse. That might actually have to be something you should work on this week, Triple J, before the next show. Re, you Never before has someone's new theme song been so bad you had to rewrite it for him. But I think this might be that case. Yeah, I, I didn't agree with the uh, the flack that Samoa Joe got in NXT, but I know a lot of people felt that way. Nobody felt that way. It was great. Both of them. Even oh, the no, wacky, you didn't like it. Even the you wacky, like weird the, one. Oh. The, the tropical one. I think I was the only one that liked the tropical one. What was that? Was that the one that went... Isn't that like low, right? Low? Well, I don't know. Johnny Gargano's theme song stunk. But he won the match. Dijakovic failed his family. Mil Calsonis, you fight for your family. You fight for the crest, the Calsonis crest. What happens when you lose and, and your family's disappointed? What's going to happen to J- yeah, Dijakovic? I don't. I mean, every time you know you're fighting for your family, you're putting your your last name on the line, and just getting cheated by Johnny Gargano just adds to that humiliation. Yeah, what a what an embarrassing, embarrassing loss for Dijakovic. And Frank Gargano, I'm sure he didn't. Do you think Frank Gargano even watched his son wrestle tonight, Triple J? Uh, I, I I bet he did. I, I bet he didn't want to, you know. Had an old Milwaukee in his hand. <laughs> well, uh, You know, in a, in a plaid lazy boy chair. Well, we know Frank listens to this show, so, so uh, I just want Frank to know your son won tonight, Frank. You should be proud of him. Give him a call sometime. Maybe he'll stop acting like such a dickhole. Uh, all right. Let's move on, Triple J. Uh, before we get to the next uh, instance on NXT, I just want to remind everyone, besides read it, tweet it, tout it, shout it, be all. Tweet it, read it, tout it, shout it, be all about it. At the Brain Busters, as normal, on social media gimmicks. Brainiacs. The new Brain Buster Radio Discord is now live for you to join. You have... Access to a 24-7 Brain Buster Radio channel. Triple J. There are enough Brain Buster Radio episodes now 
to make a 24-7 Brainbuster Radio channel, and it is live on Brainbuster Radio Discord every day of the week. Brainiacs are listening to it right now as we speak, and they can also chat with each other on our Discord. The, Bra- the BBR universe expanding, hashtag join BBR. Yeah, you're right. It is all BBR all the time. I hopped in this afternoon. I actually heard yourself and uh, Mil Calzonis talking a little Wrestle Kingdom preview, talking about how prestigious the never open weight six-man titles were. Yeah, exactly. That's the beauty. The new BBR 24-7 channel plays classic episodes of Brain Buster Radio. So you might stumble in and hear a classic breakdown of an old Money in the Bank. We're in Money in the Bank week now. And yeah, you can maybe hear what we said three years ago about it. We've been going that long. You want to go in there, maybe you'll hear what we were saying before WrestleMania 30. It'll be there on the Brain Buster Radio Discord. Click on the link on BBR Twitter at the Brain Busters. We've got it pinned there for you. Check, check it out. And, of course, we've got Twitch going. We've got YouTube going. The BBR universe is expanding as we're all sitting at home. We are reaching out to each other in every single possible way through the internets now that Mil Calzonas has great internets to uh, really get the job done. So good job on on putting all – you did all the legwork for the Discord, Mil Calzonas. i got to say thank you. All the Brainiacs, thank you for sure, I'm sure. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. Now, are these episodes running chronologically, or is this just random? Well, right now, Mil Calzonas has them set as random. So, I, I like you said, you heard a Wrestle Kingdom show, Triple J. I heard a show from 2015, Breaking Down Money in the Bank. And I have a feeling on our Money in the Bank preview show this weekend, I'm going to be repeating a lot of the things I said on that show because it's such an unpredictable match. I mean, it's but this one is different because it is diehard style at a, at a Nakatomi corporate tower, you know, WWE headquarters in Stamford. So that's going to be a different different thing. But yeah, the, the the episodes come from all over. You can even hear great Triple J songs on BBR twenty four seven. If you're lucky enough, you could find them on there. I'm sure. So that's going on. We'll tell you more about it throughout the show. But let's keep it moving through NXT. We had the cruiserweight. Uh, interim cruiserweight tournament. I don't want to spend too much time on it, Triple J, but we had, what, two matches tonight, I believe. We yeah. had uh, Kushida going over, uh, tapping out Jake Atlas before he even applied a move to him, it looked like. Jake Atlas just knew, oh, I'm fucked. Before he even gets my arm cinched, I'm tapping. Well, he, he may be thinking you want to preserve yourself you know, yeah. for the rest of this tournament. It, it's not worth trying to uh, trying to man up just to hang on for another 20 seconds, but then you have a limp arm the next time you step in the ring. Yeah, and this is a, this is a long, grueling group stage tournament, so that makes sense for, for to me, Triple J. But I know Mil Calzonas disapproved. You were shitting all over Jake Atlas in our chat bef- during this match, Mil Calzonas. Uh, yeah. You now, know me, when it, comes to, when it comes to wrestlers, I judge you by your entrance and by your attire. And if you come out looking like trash, I mean, it's over. I'm not interested anymore. I don't even want to watch anymore. You thought he looked like tra- uh, he has a pretty nice snazzy jacket. He looks like classy Freddie Blassie walking out there. I he like looks like he, he looks like he just finished prom and he's like, oh shit, I got a wrestling match right after, right here in this gymnasium. It's like just let me keep this snazzy jacket and come out. I, I wasn't he, impressed. Wow, that's why he tapped out the best. You know, if Jake Atlas had chest hair, I think he could be a member of the Heavenly Bodies Triple J. What do you think? Yeah, I'm not as down on his attire. As some of you are, I mean, if if we if you want to talk attires, maybe we should wait and uh, a little later on whenever we talk about some Cameron Grimes action. But but we're not there yet. 
we're not there yet. Uh, let's talk about right now about a debut, a scary debut. I'm really not sure what to say about this. This had, uh, I was getting Wild Bill vibes on this one, which is never something you want to have, even in the safety of your own house. This was fucking epic, is all I can say. This was cinematic, terrifying. I felt like I should have, I should pay a monthly subscription to watch Karrion Cross and Scarlet's entrance alone. This was a work of art, and yeah, I was I was both aroused, terrified, nervous, uh, and and there was lip syncing too. Triple J can't forget Scarlet lip syncing the entrance, very Tai Chi of New Japan style, except she didn't have a uh, unplugged microphone. Yeah, I'm a big fan of singing entrance, singing your own entrances because a lot of the fans, like myself, are doing it anyway. So just, just join in the party. But yeah, you had uh, Scarlett Bordeaux, formerly Ring of Honor, formerly Impact Wrestling, managing this monster we now know as Karrion Cross, and uh, not the man doesn't work by the hour. To what were those suplexes called? Doomsday Saito suplexes, Triple yes. J. Two of those, and then uh, I, I forget what they called the, a cross uh, the submission move. It was a cross, a cross jacket. jacket. Well, what it was effective, it uh, is what it was. A, a lot of sm- a lot of smoke in there. I'm not sure if we should write off this jobber because there was a lot of smoke in the air. He was really sucking in wind. You had to see through that haze. Let's not write him off quite yet. Leon, Leon, uh, or uh, whatever his name was, this poor man had had to face. Cr- I tweeted it out, Triple J. I said myself right away, I said, save jobber lives, just put Karrion Cross in the main event already. I don't want to see more guys like that guy he beat up come to n- near death. I hope he's okay. But this Karrion Cross, just put him in the ring with the best NXT has to offer. He's ready. Mil Calzones, did you see this guy? Did you see this entrance? Could you imagine if there was a crowd? They would have all been chanting, fall and pray. And they would have also know, peed and, themselves. I know. I have to agree with you. It's when he when the entrance started, he started coming out. I had to turn off the TV when someone came in the room because I thought I was watching something I shouldn't be watching. But, uh, <laughs> man, this guy, this guy is, oh, man, this guy is a monster. I think one of the... The announcer said it best. I think he called him a goddamn demon or something. But God, <laughs> this guy. Uh, I thought so you're you're saying somebody walked in the ring and said, "Oh, I don't know how that got on there." I was watching Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, "Oh, this isn't a paper a pay per view Spice Channel." No, I'm watching <laughs> wrestling. But it's it's this guy is a machine. I feel bad for anyone that's going to be put in front of him. If they want to save lives, like you said, they just just put them in a title match already. If someone asks me, so who, what's this Karrion Cross and Scarlet? What are they all about? I haven't watched NXT. I've heard about them. What, what, what would you say uh, to this person asking you, like, can you sum them up, Triple J? What would you say? Um, I, I guess I I would have to say uh, Karrion Cross. He, he's looking to find a way to legally murder a man. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> Uh, Scarlet, uh, I, I don't know. She she looks happy. Between uh, I'll say between Carrie Cross, Dexter Loomis, you have oh, and, and the kidnapping luchadors. NXT has like many capable murderers uh, on the roster right now. 
We haven't really mentioned them kidnapping luchadors. We definitely got to talk about them uh, soon. But Karrion Cross, yeah, definitely potential murderer. I've been saying I want a good death on WWE TV pretty soon. We haven't had a good on-screen death in a while. And with the return of AJ Styles this week, that confirms he's still alive. So that doesn't count, Taker. Uh, if someone asked me, Triple J, to sum it up, I would say that Karrion Cross and Scarlett, their act if you call it that, it's like a cross between, like, no pun intended, uh, an episode of like real sex on HBO and the G1 climax. It's like that, and there it is in wrestling. That's what they yeah, are. Yeah, maybe throw in like a, a Rob Zombie flick also, something like that. With all the lights, yeah, possibly. Yeah. That would, The only thing they need is like a, a Captain Spaulding walking behind them, just a big, <laughs> scary, maniacal clown, <laughs> which I don't want. Um, yeah, right. Milkasonas, fuck jobbers. Throw this guy in there with Adam Cole, baby. Yeah, he's gonna be killing. I, I don't know what his kill count's gonna be by the time his NXT career is over. <laughs> what is KD is gonna be? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, you might want to think about putting him up against maybe a bear or, or something. <laughs> well, Daniel Bryan. <laughs> Daniel Bryan's got that gimmick unlocked. Triple G. Yeah, we yeah, can't. I, I, I guess. Hashtag fall and pray. Uh, and I'm on my knees every time I'm watching Carrie and Cross and Scarlet from now on. That was one hell of a debut. That might have been the best debut since Eric Bugenhagen, which we just had the uh, I think it was the one year or two year anniversary of his anniversary of his debut. Triple J hardly heard from him again, but I'm that hyped. Yeah, I, I'd rather talk about uh, the Boogs right now than think about Karrion Cross. So, so let's move on. let's move on here. We had a uh, Zaylee taking on Chelsea Green, of course. Chelsea Green, part of the Robert Stone brand. Uh, a lot of interference or you know outside personnel at the first couple matches here. No surprise. Once again, you had a. Now you'll have to tell me, Long Allen, because I haven't been watching every week. Is this a returning Aaliyah? Is that what the announcers said? Well, she returned a few weeks ago after having, I think, her nose broken by Zia Lee. Um, Deviated septum. So, yeah, she returned. She distracted Zia Lee, who was blowed up from her her display of of classic Chinese martial arts, which is always fun, but... Yeah, she was already out of breath by the time the match started. Then Chelsea Green, for some reason, was wearing like a bride's skirt or whatever the hell that thing was. And she just threw that. At, that was this is a crazy match. A lot of slop, a lot of cheating. And, and meanwhile, Robert Stone's just sitting there, Mil Calsonis, without fucking socks. I mean, a lot of ankle on this man. Yeah, I know. His pants don't even go down to his ankles. I don't understand what this guy's doing. What, who is this guy? Is he just sit outside doing blow all day? I don't get it. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm sure he does that. But in addition, you know, he's also putting together uh, top talent, I, I guess, specifically female talent. We don't know if there's a sex trade going on yet or not. <laughs> there's been rumors of that. But, uh, he, you know, you, you some have called him an influencer. Some have. Called him the next regular on a shark tank, and some have just called him a douche. I don't know which one is correct, or maybe all three. All he needs is one of those Mac Morris's phones. 
just talking on it, doing blow like, yeah, I got Chelsea. She's ready to go. Right, I, man. I have a I have a theory about this Robert Stone. I think he just wants clients because we've never seen someone who's exclusively representing female wrestlers, which is interesting. But I think a specific kind of female too. I think he only wants clients who have good uh good let me just I'll bluntly say it, good asses to do blow off of. That's all I think he's looking for. And if you've seen their their by the pool promos, I feel like that's all he, this guy's going. Now he's and then he gave, I mean Aliyah, I think she kind of fits that bill too. This this Robert Stone brand, it definitely has a type when it comes to who's representing this brand. And I I'm just yeah, interested to see where this goes. I've never thought about it in that way before. We'll see if he shows up on SmackDown Live to uh, talk to Naomi, and then maybe maybe you're on to something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that's gonna be that's gonna be like the that would be the coup for for that's how he knows he's made it to the. <laughs> that's his white whale. That's his white. <laughs> that's Robert Stone will be on the level of a Paul Heyman or Zelina Vega when he's able to land that. Yeah, he's. Right, he's right now. He's down there in NXT. NXT's got a good crop of managers now, though, that are coming up between him and um, we've got uh, well, formerly Stokely Hathaway, now go Malcolm Bivens, Triple J. Can't forget about him, although they haven't been on in a couple yeah. weeks. And then now you've got Scarlet. Can't forget Scarlet, who was out there with Karrion Cross. Um, but nobody does as much blow as Robert Stone. That's very obvious, and. Uh, you know that maybe that'll propel him and his clients with all the. I mean, he's probably up. Real, he's up, probably up right now. We're recording this live on tape pretty late, and I imagine Robert Stone is working on the brand as we speak. And by working on the brand, I mean doing copious amounts of of blow, just like Tony Montana, without wearing fucking <laughs> pants or shorts. I don't know what are those called? Capris, Milkalsonis. What are those? I want a pair. I- I have no no idea. I just can't wait for his catchphrase. You got coke to just start chanting it. <laughs> you got coke. You got coke. All right. Well, the Robert Stone brand had a good night, and uh, so did uh, so did I think wrestling fans in general. Because I'm going to call it. I'm not. I'm this. I'm Long Allen Ice T here talking to you, Triple J, Mil Calsonis. You guys know me. You've known me for a long, long time here on Brainbuster Radio. And I am always the last one to be prone to hyperbole on this show. So I'm going to go. This is very rare I say something like this. But Finn Balor's promo, for me, was one for the ages and possibly will define his career. It was that good. The push squash promo it will forever be known as. This was badass. Finn Balor looking for the snake who attacked him, looking for the snake who's looking for a push, and he told the snake, I'm going to cut your fucking head off and squash you. I don't do a good Finn Balor impression, but if I did, I'd say, I'm going to squash the snake. Fuck. God damn, my impression's terrible, Triple J. But what a promo by Finn Balor. Yeah, we really need Moose to mark here uh, if you want to be talking like Finn Balor, but I totally agree. I mean, I'm probably FDB. a little biased. FDB. Probably Finn a little Declan biased. I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm a big mark for this guy, but I thought he made the most of it by not saying a lot. Uh, very Undertaker-esque. If you notice, he'd even have like the little NXT WWE logo thing on the mic. Just got by that podium, said what he needed to say, and delivered a message and got out of there. I'm going to say that Finn Balor promos, very underrated. I love them. 
I love a Finn Balor promo. This was my favorite Finn Balor promo, and I cannot wait to see who the fuck this snake is. Who do you think it is, Mil Calzonas? Is it Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae in in a solid snake cosplay? Is it Jake the Snake? Is it Randy Orton? Who's the snake? I'm hoping it's not Randy Orton because if he's going to need two hands to grab that snake, so he won't be able to he won't be able to cut the head off. But uh, I don't know. I mean, again, I hear great things about this promo. I'm going to have to rewatch it again, but with just the sound, no picture, because I cannot stop looking at his goddamn tattoo. What tattoo? All right, it's not it's not Cody Rhodes bad. Let's. Uh... What, no, it's pretty bad, though. I was it's trying to figure out what the hell that is. Cody Rhodes' tattoo's badass. It's the American Nightmare symbol. Everyone's which, a cool which, symbol. Oh, no, not that. Oh, the- Cody Rhodes has a chest tattoo on his neck and a neck tattoo on his chest. <laughs> 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 and nobody hey. will deny that. As much oh, as, you right, know, man. It's trash, man. as much hey. as people like Cody, and I like the guy, too, but that's... Listen, as Velveteen Dream and Lady Gaga would say, it's his body. He could do what he wants, what he wants with his body. Okay, I'm fine with Cody Rhodes' tattoos, and I I don't even I can't even Finn Balor's tattoo. Are you talking about the one on his hand? The astronaut, yeah, yeah, the fucking I can't stupid tattoo that in his hand. It looks like the tattoo's too big for his hand. I can't see. I I can't even tell. I can't tell what it is. I always think he just like kind of maybe. Like was eating and he left food on it or pudding or something. I don't know. I, I can't tell what it is. Just, I, I could. I just haven't seen it that much before, and I just looked at it. And I just couldn't stop staring, and all I kept hearing was "great promo," and I, all I heard was "push" and "snake." Well, and that's all I heard. I don't there's know what the snake in the grass. There's yeah. a snake and there's a snake there's in a the snake grass in my boots. <laughs> that's all I could hear. But I'll rewatch it. Well, not rewatch. I'll rehear it. Yeah, check that out again. And like I said, this was not the last that we saw of, of FDB for the night. Of course, Cameron Grimes coming out Grime speaking time. his name, and the Prince was there. And of course, after uh, speaking with William Regal, that match is signed for next week. Cameron Grimes taking on. I would. I guess I'd say you're a little more familiar, Long Allen, but his first real challenge in NXT is that. Is that accurate? That's inaccurate because Cameron Grimes has had a North American title match against Keith Lee. No. Okay. <laughs> he's been in some big matches, Cameron Grimes. But, uh, you know, maybe he's a little bit forgettable because he hasn't won those matches. I understand that, Triple J. But he's got a great that, – that chest cave and stomp move, maneuver. If he gets that on Finn Balor, I don't think it's going to do much because Finn's got those cum gutters. He's just so – he's so solid up there. I think the the caveman just going to slip right off, even if he lands that move on Finn Balor. FDB all the way in that one. And we'll see who that snake is hopefully soon. I don't know. Do you think Finn has a detective on the case? Is he just going to wait for them to show their, themselves again? Could be those mass luchadors that are kidnapping everybody. I don't think uh, Finn trusts anybody else to to investigate this. Short of maybe Frank Drebin. <laughs> I'll find the perpetrators myself. I don't need to hire no private dick. <laughs> Finn, why don't you hire a detective? America wants to know who attacked you. I'm just trying to think of maybe if Moro's trying to egg him it's on happened. next week. Uh, Charlotte Flair was in the, the one of the, part of the double main events, Triple J, and this 
This match is as big as any match I think you could book in the year 2020. Charlotte Flair, Io Shirai, and it was, as advertised, wall-to-wall, top-notch athleticism. I mean, two contrasting styles, the speed of Io. Charlotte Flair, who could do it all and was very, I mean, very hip and smart and dealing with that speed, but she got kind of frustrated, didn't she? Yeah, she got frustrated, and uh, we've seen this from Charlotte in the past as well. Again, no definitive winner. We're, we know we're going to see this match again down the pike. We're not sure how close. I, I just wonder what would happen you know, if she decided to just let it play out. You know, would she still – theoretically, she would still be leaving as the NXT champion, but I, I just kind of think, you know, what if? Plus, I want to hear more of that Io Shirai music. Yeah, she'll get her rematch, I think. Mil Calzones, are you bummed that this one ended in a DQ? Uh, yeah, I was a little bummed. I expected this, you know, when you're titled as the one of the big main events of NXT, I expected it to go down with someone's hand being raised by pin or submission. But, I mean, I guess we get to see these women go at it again. Well, you had Rhea Ripley come out, though, and, you know, she now is injecting herself back into it though so she's kind of ruining what it for you think, what do you think was said what what did eo say uh, to rhea ripley that you know those two got so fired up they're fighting outside where uh robbie brookside had to try to break it up i don't yeah. think we're getting the whole story here did she say something bad about uh australia maybe eo i i i mean i did make out i'm pretty sure she said something in english like like she said like you you ruined it for me or something, or you get, get out of my way, get out of my business, get out of my business. Um, but her scream is a little bit less insane than Oscar too, by the way. I don't want people to think my Oscar impressions the same as my EO impression, triple J that would be insensitive and ill-advised, but Rhea Ripley, I want to know how the fuck she got a visa because last we heard it expired. And in these unprecedented times, you know, she how'd she move to the front of the line? Does she know Rupert Murdoch? Who the fuck's ass did she kiss to get a visa to get back to the to the performance center? I don't like this. This smells wrong to me, Triple J. So that uh, shenanigans were maybe for her to get a visa so fast? Yeah, yeah. Why would she? What? Why would an INS be be questioning her? What's going on here? Why did she just get a free pass, Rhea Ripley? We knew her visa. They said she'd be in Australia for months after WrestleMania. This was the report from Honest Dave Meltzer and a bunch of other outlets. And and you know what? She's back in less than a in less than a month here, or exactly a month. Mil Calzones, you have to deal with the INS a lot. And they, they, they're relentless against you, and they're always hounding you about visas. And you always got to wait. Whoa. You always got to wait whoa. long times for family members. I, I always hear you saying, you know, your Theo's trying to get back so he could be here for a big yeah. big event. And, and you're always like, yeah, my 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 tia, and, and then and, and my primo, and, yeah. all, and, and then me prima, and then you know all of them. And then they've got to wait months. But then, Rhea Ripley, yeah. a month I, later, she's know, back. Why, why are you putting me on blast, dog? You know, you know they listen to the show, man. 
Well, no, I'm no, American, I'm an no, American citizen. A no, wink, wink. No, we know well, that Milkausonis doesn't have to have. He de- oh, I'm okay. saying you deal with them for your family members. You're always helping I know, them. I'm out. just saying, though. Yeah. I um, am. This is an American speaking. I'm outraged <laughs> that this illegal immigrant is coming to our country undocumented. So, yeah, you're right. I, I'm. I'm I'm really perplexed at how Rhea Ripley got back so fast. I'm, I'm on it, honestly. And she's stealing a spot from EO that EO earned in a goddamn ladder match. EO should not have to have the rematch from this match, Triple J, in a triple threat. And I fear that's where Regal might well, go. I don't. Uh, well, we don't have any confirmation of that. That That's purely speculative. Um, I, ju- I, I don't ju- know why you why you jump to that. Because look at the decisions this general manager has made in the past, Triple J. This administration, when they're faced with a tough decision like this, a rematch for a former champion or a rematch for a number one contender who got screwed in her initial chance, what does this administration consistently do? They throw them all in the ring at the same time and go, say, go, go have a... a a fuck all crazy spot fest and and see whoever comes out on top and that gives us you know some some lucky champions i think we've seen in nxt as of late a lot of lucky champions who maybe didn't earn it completely and i'm just hoping that's not the case here uh charlotte's gonna beat them either way i'm just saying that this should not be a triple threat give eo her shot I think what I'm hearing is your in your voice is you're concerned that perhaps Charlotte Flair may lose the title without being involved in the match. The, you're putting words in my goddamn mouth. Okay, I, I know you pretty good. <laughs> this is <laughs> this this is would be it would be a travesty if that happened. I will say that, but that's not what I'm scared of. I know Charlotte will win. I just want Sir William Regal to be listening to this show. Hopefully, he's in the BBR Discord. With the rest of the Brainiacs, we know he is one. Uh, we've hung out with him at PWG shows. And Mr. Regal, please, for the love of God, let EO have her rematch and let Rhea take on the winner one-on-one. That's what we want. Great one-on-one wrestling in the NXT Women's Division. That's all we could ask for, Triple J. I think you're. I know Vin Man will be with me on that. Oh uh, yeah, I, I I'm sure Vin Man uh, would be also about that. All about it. One-on-one, baby. I don't know if they're going to do anything at Money in the Bank, though. They didn't announce anything for that, and that's this Sunday. So I think we're no, in the clear. It's too, too soon. I think we're in the clear there as Charlotte fans that she's going to at least make it through one pay-per-view with the title. Um, what do we have left on NXT? The main event, the other double, the second part of the double main event, Triple J? Yeah, I think, I think that's all we got uh, left. Adam Cole, baby. Defending against the Velveteen Dream. Uh, and a lot of controversy surrounding this young man, Mil Calsonis, Velveteen Dream, but he gets his title shot. And then it ends in controversy. And he c- just can't avoid controversy, this youngster. And I also think he's got, I, I don't know, Dexter Loomis saved him. And we've been saying Dexter Loomis is probably well, watching I, I, all of you. I don't know if I'd use that, uh, you know, that that language saved. I, I'm not sure if that was the motive behind all this. So, did he save him? Did he interfere? Did he stick his pecker where it didn't belong? Does he have some weird infatuation with the Velveteen Dream or the Undisputed Era? What is his damage? This Dexter Loomis, who just showed up in the main event again, unannounced, uninvited, 
This is scary. This is like when your really creepy half-brother shows up at a party he wasn't invited to. Am I right, Mil Calsonis? That's correct. I just want to know how long was he hiding under there? Like, what was he doing? Was he just, like, sh- sharpening his knife down there? Did he have some kind of weapon under there? What was he doing under there? How long was he out there for? I don't know, but I did. I, I suspect that someone was under the ring all night, Triple J. I don't know how good. You have a pretty good sound system when you're watching wrestling. Did you hear anything throughout the night that tipped you off that someone was under the ring? I mean, I, I heard a little growling at times. I kept uh, hearing like the, a little I, salivating because it's because there's no there's no fans there, so I heard like some weird noise throughout the night. I just kept hearing like, yeah. And and you don't have a dog in the house either, so. I've never heard that sound before in my life. Someone eating peanut butter. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> That's all I heard. I heard it like multiple times. <laughs> especially, I heard it especially uh, during the carrying cross match. It's, <laughs> and the Finn Balor yeah. promo. Yeah, not, not a lot of time uh, during that carrying cross match either. Mil Calzonis, do you think next week the Velveteen Dream's going to come out and he's going to say, well, I didn't win that match. Uh, what happened is I was hacked. Uh, I was having a match, minding my <laughs> own business. And then, you know, these other guys, they came out and they they hacked me. I don't know what happened. It wasn't my fault. And uh, we're going to let Mr. Regal and the authorities investigate this. I mean, it, it could be. It, may, it makes a lot of sense. I mean, it's right there. They have it on TV. He can point out. He can point to this man and say, these men, these right here, they hacked me. I don't think that was there was any hacking going on. That's all on SmackDown. This was just this was just this creepy this creepy guy Dexter Loomis, who just I, one of many creepy guys on on that program. Yeah, but this is like a different kind. This is like a silent God knows what he'll do with the dead bodies kind of kind of creep and. I don't know. Is does does he just like the spotlight of the main event? Does he like the Velveteen Dream, the the UE? They've all been kind of intertwined. Whenever this guy shows up, he went after the undisputed era as well. But it all ends, of course. Adam Cole, speaking of lucky champions, comes out on top here uh, when he was really beat. We had a, a Purple Rainmaker. You mean to tell me, Velveteen Dream sitting there? Ready to win the championship, and this Peckerwood masturbating fool comes out from under the ring and saves the day, but then screws him over. Are you kidding me? That's not what he hacked him. I don't hacked. know. I don't know about that. But NXT ends in controversy. Who knows? We'll have to wait and see with Dexter Loomis. I have a bunch of theories. I think this guy he is in love with one of the three: the main event, the dream. Or the Undisputed Era. Part of me is kind of hoping he just really wants to be a part of the Undisputed Era. And that's all he's ever wanted. (laughs) I love you guys. I want to party with you. I just want to know know if he went under that ring wearing a shirt. And then he took it off halfway through. What eyes too. NXT. I don't know. I just hope I I never want to run into this guy. NXT, mm-hmm. NXT was great. Doubt AEW tops it this week, but I'll be watching it in the morning and we'll report back on the next BBR Brainiacs. 
Uh, we're going to get into real quick AJ Styles returning. We're, we have headlines coming up. But next, a super pose down between Milkow Sonis and Jumpin' Jacob J on Brain Buster Radio right after these messages. 400 horsepower has nothing on you, Michael Algin. So say it the truth. So say it the house. You know what? Truth be told, champion auto sales will take any trade-in. Push, pull, or drag. <laughs> At Champion Auto Sales, as long as we don't have to feed it, we'll take it in on trade. Champion Auto Sales has your automobile. Yeah! All right, Brainiacs, it is about that time. We are getting ready for a clash of two former champions, Jumpin' Jacob J. Milkalsonis, but this is not, you know, bad blood like it would have been. It was scheduled Milkalsonis moves the mark. This is more of, of a friendly contest. This feels a lot like when Finn Balor stepped up to take on AJ Styles, or was it the other way around at the one pay-per-view? I don't even remember. We've watched so many goddamn matches together, Triple J, but I know you and Milk Calsonis are going to shake hands here before you get started. So please go ahead, shake hands before we get started. Yes, the code of honor will be upheld. Uh, you, F, I know that we got a friendship going on, but you're going to have to thank Moose for this ass whooping, man. Oh, and that is how All you right, set man. it up for another Brain Buster Radio Super Pose Down. This is the moment the world has been waiting for. But right now, let's get to my favorite event, the Pose Down. Here's the one that you of the world has been waiting for. Get ready for the Super Pose Down. All right, Brainiacs, first up, Super Pose Down. We're going to take it to Milkalsonis. And the question for you, Milkalsonis, to react to first, you're leaving the movie theater. It's midnight. You take a shortcut through the alley. And out from behind the dumpsters, you're on your way to your car. Dexter Loomis appears. What do you do? All right, Long Allen. I'm going to go with one. I have a couple of options, so I'm going to go with option number one. I'm walking through this alleyway. I see this creepo walking up with no shirt, with just gloves on, just looking at me. The first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to take out the sand that I usually keep in my pocket. I'm going to grab the sand that's in my pocket. I'm going to grab it. I'm going to throw it. And then after, you're going to be hearing screams that sound like a girl. Like, ah, ah don't worry. It's not a girl. It's me because I'm running for my goddamn life, and I'm going to find the first officer I can find. Hopefully, when I talk to that officer, this Loomis guy hasn't killed him. And then if he did, I'm just going to keep running and running and running, making sure not to make any errors, like checking uh, dark rooms with noises coming from there. Or instead of taking the car with a full tank of gas, I decide to hide in a barn. Forget that. I'm just going to keep running and hiding. Nothing prevents a rape like the Mr. Fuji Sissy Mary defense. Milkal Sordas with a solid start to this pose down. Now, Milkal's honest, I understand what you're going at here. You've seen this work in the world of professional wrestling many times, whether it be powder, 
uh, ceremonial salt or sand in your case. But the, the thing you don't understand, you look in the eyes of this guy. The eyes are the windows to a man's soul, it has been said. The eyes are the nipples of the face. This guy has Rainax on his eyes. You think anything's going to stick to him? He's like Teflon. It's just going to go right off. So, yeah, I've thought about different ways. You know, would I call for help? Would I just start running? Would I uh, brandish a weapon and try to save myself? And while all of those sound plausible, unfortunately, they would all fail. There's only one thing man, woman, or beast cannot resist. And I'm not proud to say it, but for the sake of this argument, I will. And that is, I would offer him sex. The Jerry Smith defense by Triple J isn't unbeatable. Dexter Loomis is looming around the corner. What do you do to get away, Bill Kelsonis? All right, so everybody knows this is my other option. Everybody knows I keep sand in my right pocket. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go into my left pocket and I'm going to grab the beans that I have. I'm going to throw it in his face. And then while he's blinded, I'm going to call... Mama Calzon is on the phone and she's going to come running down, bringing her Virgin Mary candle. And what she's going to do is she's going to light it up, put it in front of this Loomis guy, and then we're going to start praying Mexican style until we wash away the demons from this man. And after the demons are gone, we're going to get about two or three tortas and we're going to be best friends. Praying okay. to Jesus El Santo y all the Virgin Mary and the disciples and oh my goodness, Mil Calzones might have the antidote for creepy Dexter Loomis. Listen, I don't care if Dexter Loomis wants to do it Mexican style. Uh, I'm closing my eyes. I'm thinking about happy thoughts, and I'm getting through it because that is the only way I'm getting out of that alley alive. I mean, I just had a, a great night. Just saw Frozen 2 for the third time. This is the last thing that I want to be thinking about, but I also want to get home safe. And, and like I said, whatever way he wants to do it, whatever gets this over uh, quickly and with as least pain as possible is what I'm going to do. Triple J watches a lot of Oz and he thinks he has the antidote. Does he? Who won this pose down? I mean, for two good friends, that was a pretty vicious super pose down. Dexter Loomis peering out from around the corner. You're trapped. There's only one way out. And Triple J, Milkosonis just gave you multiple ways out, apparently. But which one was correct? Let's look at the answers the judges have handed me. They're... Uh, oh, hold on. Oh. Oh, man. Triple J. Triple J, before I announce the winner, do you have any Alka-Seltzer or a Zant Zantax or Outlawed, aren't they? Yeah, I got some in the cupboard, but just you know, say that I'm right first. Hold on. Uh, I got the dog. I'm the winner. You know, well, hold on. I'll announce the winner. Do the news first, Triple J. And I'm going to go take a shit. Do, set up the news, and I'll be right, I'll be right back. Oh, fuck. <laughs> This week in News and Views, we talk about the best of the Super Juniors 27 tour, more New Japan pro wrestling news, 
a dead man come back to life and Tony Khan versus the state of Maryland. Oh, I'm back. Triple G. Did you guys start news yet? Uh, we, we just teased it a little bit. You did? Okay, good. That was a, it was an easy, quick shit. I had uh, a Manhattan clam chowder during NXT. I'm good to go. Did you tell them that we're going to talk about AEW getting fined by the state of Maryland? We did, yes. Oh, that's going to be good, yes. Brain Buster Radio Headlines brought to you by, by MarburgerLLC.com. MarburgerLLC.com. Cover your ass before your independent promotion has a hardcore match in some backwards ass state that still has an athletic commission that cares about pro wrestling. Uh, MarburgerLLC.com. Personal lawyers for dirt cheap. All right. $10,000 fine by the state of Maryland uh, for the the match between Kenny Omega and John Moxley, Triple J. Uh, very, very, uh, very violent match. Very great. Best hardcore match, I think, in American history, if you ask me, pay-per-view-wise. Uh, and I, I just love this because in the fine, in the, all the legal mumbo-jumbo, they're they're called by their shoot names, Mr. Smith versus Mr. Good, which would have been a hell of a match, too. I'd love to watch Mr. Smith take on Mr. Good. Yeah, I'm not, you know, I'm not a fan of uh, athletes using their shoot names, especially on their Twitter. But I guess whatever <laughs> the Maryland State Athletic Commission wants to do here. This is ridiculous. Uh, did you read this? Ted, I, I did. And why is it only 10 grand? Uh, come on. Only? Hit, hit, him, hit him hard. <laughs> that, could, that could be enough to bring the company just, down. Just, yeah, yeah, just a, a couple of <laughs> Excerpts I'd like to read here. Yes, this is so uh, good. Where um, a broom, uh, a, a broom with bristles wrapped in barbed wire, <laughs> and they tool similar to an ice pick. <laughs> God damn! Could you imagine what would NXT get fined by the state of Maryland for all their fucking sickos? What they would be bringing to to a match in Baltimore? This is nothing compared to that. All right, he had a bat wrapped in barbed wire, and Mister Smith three times hit got hit across the back with lacerations where he bled. Uh, <laughs> where? What? They, uh, counted. what they, they counted double or nothing. They they this was at uh, no this was at um, Revolution oh. I believe. No. No, it was, it was at uh, the first oh, pay-per-view. No. Oh, yeah, Moxley beat Jericho Revolution. There? So this was, was at it, uh, Full was Gear. It, no. This is Full Gear. Yeah, November. And it was in Maryland. Yeah, Baltimore, November, Full Gear. Baltimore, yeah. that's that's right, that's right. Okay. I love that they counted the amount of times the tools were used in the match. I mean, just sitting there. The, the last time I remember counting the amount of times someone got hit <laughs> With a foreign object, I was literally today playing the WCW Feel the Bang No Mercy mod, and there is a challenge in that game where you have to hit Laparka with a chair twenty times in order to win Laparka. That's that's the only time in my life I've ever counted the amount of times a foreign object was used in a match. Maryland does it too. I'd like to think that like the big wigs gave this to an intern and they're like, okay, count how many times that this barbed wire bat hit this guy. How many times did the barbed wire hit the guy? Did you watch the tape? (laughs) Sally, can you go back at the film and uh, identify the weapon that was similar to an ice pick a a little further? (laughs) Sounds like a great job. This is, if you're into that kind of stuff, definitely this, uh, 
do you think I should send the state of Maryland the bloody matches of the Caribbean tape that we're going to watch? <laughs> I mean, really, we're, soon? It, it, it's obvious, but nobody's saying it is. Uh, what connections do, does McMahon have with, with the Maryland State Athletic Commission? The answer is all of them. Uh, let's go to let's go to some other. This is disappointing news. The best of the Super Juniors tour, number twenty seven, best of the Super Juniors canceled uh, because of the unprecedented times we're living in. The tour was scheduled between May twelfth and June sixth. New Japan Pro Wrestling is taking a very precautious and smart approach to this, so they are exploring the possibility of presenting matches without fans, like we're seeing here in the states. But they had to cancel best of the Super Juniors Triple J, which is Really one of my favorite tournaments of the year and one of my favorite events of the year overall. Um, bummer to see this not go down. Hopefully this does not affect the G1. That is what I'm hoping against most of all right, at this juncture. How about you? Yeah, the G1 is the big one. The Did the New Japan Cup also get canceled? New Japan Cup am got I, canceled. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's... I don't know that that's a whole nother can of worms. No, I, don't, I, don't, I don't feel like discussing milk. Calsonis, if there was a best of the super juniors, who would have you have picked to win? G one. Uh, uh, I don't know. Is Jushin Thunder Liger. So uh... he's retired. He might, oh, yeah. come out, he might come out of retirement. Let's <laughs> not rule that What's out. That, uh, super small buff dude in bullet club. Oh, oh Taiji Ishimori. Taiji Ishimori. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, I picked that super buff dude. Uh, speaking of super buff dudes, if any of you are playing Streets of Rage 4, the brand new video game, the return of one of the classics on Sega Genesis, uh, you've noticed super buff dude Orange Cassidy is a play is a non-playable character in the game. Uh, Mel Calsonis and I beat that game and had fun kicking the shit out of uh, a bunch yeah. of Orange Cassidy's. Freaking hated that guy so much. He just kept kicking and kicking, hands in his pocket, you know, just kicking and kicking like a freaking little girl. I hate that guy. Yeah. Did you know that? Did you hear about that, Triple J? Orange Cassidy uh, in Streets of Rage 4. No, you and me have to play that. Now, is this... Fuck him! Is, is this official, or are people just making this up because it's a generic guy? It's, no, well, it's not a generic guy. He's just, he's a guy... I, I'm looking at a, I'm looking at a picture right now, and other than this individual has his hands in his pockets, he looks nothing like... Who else fights with their hands in their pocket, Triple J? Fuck him! Exactly. Well, at the moment, I'm drawing a blank. Orange Cassidy's in the game. Last piece of headlines here. A lot of thing. We'll wrap up here before we get bloody. AJ Styles is going to have the match of his life this Sunday at Money in the Bank. We'll be predicting Money in the Bank this weekend, Brainiacs. But return from the dead on Monday Night Raw, Triple J. Did you expect to see this on Raw? I did not expect to see it. The dead have risen before, but uh, for someone without the type of powers as a you know an Undertaker, a Kane a Judas Macias type character was very shocking to see. Uh, do you, do you, you know, I have, I have a theory. I have a feeling Dario Cueto might be behind uh, AJ Styles uh, resurrection. Do you that, have any theories? That's a logical, that's a logical explanation. Now that how, does you mention a, it. how does a mortal man get all that dirt off of him? The OC, they were fired and, and murdered. They were murdered and then fired. So they couldn't right. have helped him. Who could have helped AJ? What friends does AJ have? Uh, and now he's I in mean, money maybe, in the bank. 
maybe Tyson Tomko is looking to get back into business. He's I, in jail. Sure. Isn't he in jail? He's in jail. I'm pretty sure he's in jail. Uh, let's let's do a let's do a search on. You could this, do that uh, quick search now. The honest Mil Calsonis. Now that we know that AJ can't be buried alive, do you think even if he gets thrown off of WWE headquarters, he'll still be able to win the match? I mean, he'll probably die getting thrown off the headquarters, but he'll just come back alive. I, so. I do you think he'll die, but then he'll like rise up to the top of the ladder like a ghost in Roger Rabbit, like when that dog dies. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I just, I just want to know who brought this man back to life. Maybe the Undertaker brought him back to life. Maybe he just said, you know, it's, I feel bad. I forgive you for making fun of my wife. If this was WCW, they would do. It would be like the Tony Todd, the Candyman, a, a crossover, and he said some voodoo shit that brought him back. That would be good too. But we're just AJ. AJ said there are no rules in a boneyard match. I didn't lose. I just got buried alive. Big deal. Whatever. You know, that just like happens. You know, sometimes you get you go cow tipping with your friends and then you guys go drink beers at the cemetery. And before you know it, you're underground for three weeks. Who knows? You know, whatever. If he explained it that way, I would be fine with that. <laughs> I'm like, make it make sense, AJ. You're right. You're just chilling on the ground. I was like, I drinking a beer. We're good. We didn't lose. Tom just ran out and we were down by 10. We'll get him later. <laughs> AJ Styles. You think AJ Great Styles logic. is just saying the Georgia Bulldogs are undefeated and that's his argument? The only thing better than Georgia sarcasm is Georgia logic. <laughs> Georgia logic <laughs> is the AJ didn't lose. He's still actually WWE and Universal Champion, actually, and the and he's TNA Champion, and Triple X Division Champion. Still, <laughs> I I have never lost, you see. And at Money in the Bank, I'm gonna be Mister Money in the Bank, and I don't even need to cash it in because I'm already the champion. I'm just gonna hold the briefcase as a souvenir for my kids. <laughs> That's all he's gonna do. AJ, what a great moment on Raw, though, to see him back. Oh, he did earn it, though. He won the gauntlet, even though he did draw. How come no one ever, they never show a drawing of a gauntlet, Triple J? That was very upsetting to me. Felt felt almost kind of rigged. Well, I I don't think they, sh sh you know, it wasn't shown on TV just for the, uh, the suspense of the what, audiences. What uh, kind of $100 handshakes was Selena Vega giving? to get her guys at the back end of that gauntlet. Uh, I, th I think she charges a lot more than $100 for those handshakes. Well, I don't I, I don't know, but I, I just that that Monday night raw felt icky, it felt dirty to me. Thank thank God it was all cleaned up though in the end. Uh and uh we saw uh Drew McIntyre scaring the shit out of Seth Rollins. I've never seen a guy more scared to go into a a main event match than we're seeing Seth Rollins go into this one this weekend, but uh, we'll talk about that on the next episode, Triple J. Those are headlines. Oh, a little bit of the bubbly. Yep, it's almost quitting time and drinking time here as Brainbuster Radio winds down. But, uh, you know, friends, they've battled on this show. We've been a little bit, a bit scared. We've talked about potential serial killers in NXT. And, well, to up the violence a little bit more, let's have a f good old-fashioned Brainbuster Radio Falls Count Anywhere.
Brainiacs, as I think about it now, we did forget to mention very briefly next week, in addition to Finn Balor, the prince taking on Cameron Grimes, it was also confirmed that the NXT Tag Team Championships are going to be on the line. The, I don't know, are we still calling them the Broser Weights? If the weight isn't there? Anyway, Matt Riddle and Tim Thatcher take on Imperium, Eichner, and Bartell in those track suits holding their zippers. Will they be able to take those NXT Tag Team Championships back over the pond to Alexander Wolf and Volter? I don't know. We'll have to tune in next week. But maybe the bigger question is, what happened on AEW tonight? Are we even going to watch NXT Live? Or are we going to go back to AEW? I'm just glad that AJ Styles is alive. I was really worried. I didn't know what happened. We saw no information about him if he was dead or alive. But I'm just glad that AJ Styles is not dead. Brainiacs, you know, this weekend I caught Lucha Fighter, Triple A's weekend live stream on YouTube. It was fantastic. We talked about it on the last episode. I can't wait to watch that this weekend. I cannot wait to catch up on AEW. It's Wednesday nights. You know, you got two shows to choose from. This week we chose NXT. I'm going to catch up on AEW and watch it right after this show ends. But you know what I really can't wait to see next? I cannot wait. For the next match of the next budding superstar on Monday Night Raw that they're introducing to us in a fantastic way. In a great program with King Ricochet and Cedric Alexander along with his partner Shane Thorne. This man, Brendan Vink. All six foot five. Did I, this guy's six five. All six foot five of him. I can't believe that he has been under the radar for this long. And now he's on Raw getting big wins against former champions. People on Twitter's jaws are dropping. They can't believe Ricochet and Cedric Alexander are getting beat by a relative unknown for sure. But then you look at him, the guy's six foot five and from Australia. And he's got a, a male model's body. He's got the, he's got everything you need in a world champion. He's Brendan Vink. He's six foot five for Christ's sake. And I just can't wait to see him wrestle again on Monday Night Raw. I, I really think he, he, he is going to carry this Shane Thorne to heights he never dreamed of. He's worked with some stiffs in his back in the day, but I think Shane Thorne, by sticking it out with WWE, he was able to land a spot next to Brendan Vink, of all people. A six-foot-five partner. Could you imagine? I love watching Brendan Vink. We all do. Could you imagine what Shane Thorne's feeling right now, getting to wrestle next to Brendan Vink? What a thrill. Can't wait to see what those two do next week on Monday Night Raw. Quickly becoming some of my favorite shit in pro wrestling in 2020. Tweet it, read it, tout it, shout it, be all about it. At the Brain Busters on Twitter, Instagram, Instagram Junior. And now join the Brain Buster Radio Discord to listen to classic Brainbuster Radio episodes, future live episodes of Brainbuster Radio, specials, 
You can also chat with your fellow Brainiacs and us. It is the, the place, the central location for all of us to enjoy pro wrestling together. The new Brain Buster Radio Discord. What a great show it was. NXT Triple J. Now I can't wait to watch AEW. Yeah, that's what we were talking about. Got to see what those guys did it. You got a lot of big names left. We know MJF is back. What did Luther uh, know- do tonight? That's what I want to know. Ugh. We know Chris Jericho is not going to be on commentary. He's going to be back in the ring. Uh, and then, yeah, we're leading up into double or nothing in two weeks, three weeks, four weeks or more. Can't remember that bit. Yeah, that's that's something that we have lined up to cover extensively for sure. AEW, you know, we didn't get into a lot of it, but it was kind of, you know, it's kind of a not an off week for them, but they've got stuff going on. It's an entertaining show from what I've seen on social media this week. But the card, it's Wednesday nights. Mil Kalsonis, you've got to just go with what the best card is, right, going into the match, into the night, right? Uh, yeah, it's the best. If you don't know what to watch, look at the card, and that should answer all your questions. You like you like you look Mil Kalsonis. You see, is Brendan Vink on the card? Okay, I'm watching that show, right? Oh, yeah, that's correct. We are we are we're quickly becoming the the sh- the Brendan Vink show, aren't we, Triple J? I mean, no one's covering this guy like we are. This is three weeks in well, a row. <laughs> no one's covering it like you are, but he is six foot five. Did I mention that? Did did have I said that yet? Because I'd like to get that in there too. He's six five. God damn. All right, anything else, Triple J, that I didn't mention? Uh, I'm, I'm sure we'll remember something as soon as we go off air, but we'll be back next week. Yes, we will, and we'll be on Discord all day, every day. Brain Buster Radio 24-7, Brainiacs. Enjoy it. We are. We know you will, and we'll see you for the next episode. Money in the Bank preview coming at you this weekend. For Mil Calzones on the Unos and the Doses, Jumpin' Jacob J, Moose the Mark, Lost on the internet gimmicks a father called wired the sultan of social media and vin man on limited eights and long allen iced tea i'm long allen iced tea saying i gotta get the hell out of here and find me some independent brendan vink matches you know he's six foot five and wrestled for gabe sapolsky